bum, 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 bum. Kenny, 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 Kenny. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm doing good, hey. Matt. I miss you. How you, you feeling? I, I'm. I miss you too. How you feeling? I'm feeling better. Um. Yeah. yeah. So we canceled the last episode. I was feeling like absolute shit. Uh. You had work to do, real adult work, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I got a new job. Uh. Another job. So now this is my third job. I don't know. Uh, a lot of scripts, a lot of scripts, mm-hmm. but it pays well, and I don't hate it, so and it, it's pretty sweet. I, I don't mind. It's a step, you know, toward what you want to do, right? Yeah. So, so I think I think we're on the come up after a week off. You you spat out all up. your demons. I'm getting more money, and yeah, we've also jerked off a lot since uh, since the last episode. Oh too, god, so. like a, a ludicrous amount. <laughs> so much. Yeah, how's your wife feel about that? Uh, just, well, I'm gonna cut. She doesn't. <laughs> yeah okay well let's talk about video games <laughs> yeah let's, yes. yeah so we have a we have speaking a, a nice meaty episode yeah speaking of uh <laughs> things you can play at home um we have a we have a pretty hefty episode today because we, we missed out on a couple of things so buckle up buttercup um let's start off here with uh sony just unleash a new batch of play at home games now if you're not familiar at home this is something that i've talked about a lot on the show it's something that i think is fucking awesome that they're doing uh, back when the pandemic started and lockdown was a big deal, it's not now, unfortunately, but um, back when lockdown was a thing, uh, Sony was like, hey, we want to help people stay at home and also be more interested in our products. So we're going to give them a bunch of free games. So they started off with the Uncharted Nathan Drake trilogy and Journey. And then from there, it, they didn't really do much with the play at home initiative. It kind of just uh, fizzled out after those games uh, went up. But then recently, as of last month, they decided to revamp Play at Home again. So they released uh, Ratchet and Clank for free, the 2016 one. Uh, and then not only that, uh, just recently now, they released uh, 10 new games, uh, which we're going to go over because I downloaded all of them, and I think you should too. You being Kenny and also yeah. you being the audience. Yeah, literally yeah. right so after Kenny, Casuals, that's what I'm going to get on. Because that's going to take okay, a bit. I was going to... Yeah. All right, because I was going to ask, because I, I downloaded them the other night when they dropped, and I, I just let it download throughout the, the night and the day. Um, but yeah, so we have we have a bunch of indie games and also some VR games, too. Now, I don't have a VR system, but I still claimed all of these games, because whether I'm going to play them now or later or whatever, it's still good to have. They're free. They're not going anywhere. So if you claim them now, you have them forever. They're not going to yank them away from you. And you don't even need PlayStation Now. My one buddy uh, that I was talking to about this, uh, he didn't get them because he thought that you needed PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Now. Jesus. Uh, He thought that you needed one of those subscription services to get in on it. Um, But then I, I, I informed him that you don't. Uh, which is great for him because he just got a PS4. So now he's got all these fucking games to play. But anyway, let's go through these games and uh, see if there's anything that you're interested in. So let's start off here. We have uh, Abzu. Now, that's a game. Um, it's the same people that did Journey. It looks uh, like So it. I'm not surprised that it's... Yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised it's making a comeback. Um, it seems like it has a nice little mystery with it. Uh, the whole underwater theme is always kind of creepy and entertaining. Ooh. If that's something that you're into. Yeah, there's actually two games with that underwater deal going on so that's i, I don't know what their uh their angle is here but um it's scary yeah it's fucking scary as shit so the ocean's fucking terrifying it. It, it's really godzilla comes from there yeah godzilla comes in <laughs> there really too mm-hmm. he, oh, ew. <laughs> but uh yeah so kenny is that is um is absolutely something that you're ghosts. interested in have you two and you know what there's gonna be more yeah um not really uh, not are really. you interested i never played journey no? it 
like that genre of indie titles doesn't really interest me too much honestly like the walking simulator yeah yeah ironically i played death stranding but yeah like yeah it i get there's like a beautiful message somewhere in there i don't really care to spend the time to find that i I, it never has like interesting gameplay to me you know okay all right um yeah it's and i kind of feel the same like it's something that i'm interested in uh, I can't seem like I'm not gonna jump into playing it right away. I'm playing God of War right now, and I'm <laughs> I'm quite obsessed with it. And we're gonna discuss that um, on a future episode because I'd like to get a guest on to talk about God of War. But uh, I, I'm in love with God of War right now, so I, I can't see myself playing any new game anytime soon. I want to give myself a break and maybe read a fucking book. But Abzu is definitely one I'm glad I'm gonna download and uh, dabble in. Hey, if I play it for a couple minutes and end up liking it, I can definitely see myself uh, following through if it's something I could beat in a day. Yeah. Now, up next, we have Enter the Gungeon. Uh, Enter the Gungeon is your classic... Uh, roguelike. You know, uh, it's like the roguelike stick... Uh, it, it's the stick shooter, right? It's, it's like a bullet um, hell, yeah, stick twin, shooter. The, the twin stick, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big bullet hell kind of guy, but I have... Uh, my one coworker is a huge fan... And she talks about it's it's her favorite fucking game. Oh. She loves this. I know a lot of people that fucking love this game. I I don't really see the appeal, but again, I haven't played it, so maybe when I play it, I'll get really into it. I was surprised that I was so into Hades, yeah, which is a, a very similar kind of roguelike, asymmetric, uh, isometric, whatever the fuck, potato, potato. Uh, kind of game. Yeah, so like it, I I've I've been proven wrong with games that I don't think I'd enjoy but end up loving. Mm-hmm. So. Here, yeah, here's definitely one that I could see myself enjoying. Uh, what about you? Do you think that's uh, something that you can that you can see yourself putting a lot of time into? I'm definitely gonna check it out. Um, just going back to Hades real quick. Do you think it was more so the story than the gameplay that really pulled you in, though? No, it was both. It was both, but it ha- but it had to have. It was both, everything, though, though, right? Yeah, like if I didn't really like the gameplay, I feel like the story and the way the story progressed still would have kept me playing it. But just the fact that they made us... I mean, and this this goes for Transistor, too, because I played their uh, their pre- uh, previous game, Transistor, and, and adored it, uh, even though, again, it's not the kind of structure for a game that I enjoy. So that just goes to show, anything. if, if anything's presented well and done well, it can capture an audience, can capture me, which is what I care about. It, it makes me interested. <laughs> well, that brings me to a point on this indie, is that I don't think you'll be as interested in the in like any other roguelike indie game because they just don't have as compelling stories to them. You know, they yeah. they have the addicting okay. roguelike gameplay, but not, you know, for you yeah. I would say it had to have both, you know what I mean? Otherwise you might not have gotten no, into I, it. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a very story-driven guy and we're going to talk about something later on that kind of ties into this, but I'm a very story-driven gameplay kind of guy. Uh though I understand video games, there you, you play them, it's supposed to be about, you know, the, the the technical bullshit and and gameplay and control but i like a story for, for me even if the story yeah. is just mario saving bowser or mario saving peach like it's something you can understand it for me it's the addicting gameplay loop that i come back for mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah well, everybody's looking for different things in them yeah and we're gonna find them um so then up next we have res infinite i know nothing about this game i'm looking at a screenshot i don't know what the fuck is going on uh but you know what it's something new i don't mind having it on the console i don't mind giving it a shot res infinite we're gonna do this live because i have not seen this game at all it's a it seems like a shooter 
Uh, okay. And it has optional VR. So yeah. if, if you want to play it in VR, go for it. But you know what this reminds me of? Those like music games where you're flying through and shooting, but like the stage okay. changes to the music. It's that like Beat Saber? Something like that. Something like that. It was like pre Beat Saber. Oh, here's the exact genre here. It's a musical rail shooter. So interesting. Yeah, those those are like those seem, those seem like the kind of games that come free on your PS4 or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which it is and now. That's why, hey, yeah, hey, you know what? It is. <laughs> Here we go. I'm not complaining. Um, yeah, and keep in mind, too, we're not we're not talking about the quality of these games here. It's just general interest, and, and you know, obviously they're free, so uh, no skin off my dick. It's not, it's not hurting my wallet at all. So now... My wife uh, hates that phrase so from much, Res. by the way. I started using it, and she just... She hates that oh, yeah? phrase. Oh, that's so great. I'm glad more people are using it. That's all I want in my life. Snow skin off my dick, uh, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's great. So uh, now we have Subnautica. This is the big, big game that I know a lot of people got their dicks hard over uh, with this recent Play at Home drop. Uh, my my one other coworker loves this fucking game. Loves this fucking game. And he's always talking about it. So I figured now here's my chance to give it a shot. Uh, it's not something I can see myself buying, but it's here it's free i'm not going to complain it for me it's one of those things that i also don't see like myself buying because it's a horror game that i know i would get five minutes into and then drop because i'm too afraid like i still have outlast to play i still have um, it's a horror game well uh, i guess it like or just because it's the ocean i I, I can see because things jump out at you it has like jump scares Um, where like um when like a creature will come up and attack you you won't know it's coming until suddenly it's latched onto your visor and it's shaking and there's loud noises going. So that's like, okay, yeah, it's a jump scare moment. So I feel so like you're it's a intended. pussy, is what you're saying. I just, what do, you, what do you mean, Matt? It's a jump scare. Jump scares do not go by normal rules. They're startling. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, it, it's it's, a, it's startling. It, it 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 does a certain thing to your brain where it's like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> like. Yeah, it activates your fight or flight. But, um, yes, I am a pussy when it comes to the ocean because I couldn't do the Mario uh, Sunshine level with the giant eel. And I couldn't do the Mario 64 <laughs> level with the giant eel. Oh, I love that giant eel. Oh, my God. Well, that eel has a name. I can't remember it. He looks horrifying. Yeah. Why would they do that? <laughs> they, they knew what they were talking they, they knew what they were doing. Uh, so up next, after Subnautica, that's that's one I'm excited to, uh, to give a shot. I'll, I'll, give it, I'll give it a little bit, see if I like it um now uh the last of the non-vr games we have the witness which is a puzzle mystery game it's a big open world puzzle mystery game apparently there's a ton of little secrets and uh new ideas and new uh new puzzle elements added throughout every single one so i heard it it, the gameplay is fresh it keeps it keeps getting fresh uh that's definitely something to see i just hope that there is something satisfying as far as the story goes with a game that's so mysterious. I actually have that because it was uh, free for PS uh, now, not too long ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, then and... t- tell me about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so the puzzles like, I don't know shit. You are co- going from the thir- first person and you're walking around to these boards that have puzzles on them and they'll let you into okay. new areas to go further into different ways. There are different paths you can take, but the puzzles, ultimately, they all seem to be, like, they add more on top of it, but it's all just, like, on this board that you're just working okay. through. There's different kinds, but there's no, like, 
there's no puzzles in the world itself. You know what I mean? Like, like if you're playing Legend of Zelda. Okay, you know, so you're not, like you're not. Yeah. They're not environmental puzzles. They're not environmental saying. puzzles. They're just puzzles okay. to solve, which is a fun. Okay, so it's not like, like, oh, hey, if I do this, it'll. All right. Yeah, it seems like if you're bored and you just want to chip away at it a little bit, like during your like Sunday crosswords or something like that. Ah, I haven't right. found anything satisfying story-wise yet, but I think it has environmental okay. storytelling because there's cool. there's yeah there's like nothing else really going on, but you see like there's like um, stone people here and something happened here, you know, but you don't know why. So maybe maybe All if right. I was that smarter, I would know me... more, you know. <laughs> but okay. That kind of reminds me of Sagebrush, where as you progress through the story, you pick up little details about what happened. I, I like story. I like games like that. That's really cool. And yeah, it, it making it sound like a Sunday kind of puzzle game is a pretty good selling point because I do like uh, games like Pick Cross, where I can just pick it up, chip away a little bit, put it back down. Um, just like a little, like a little aside, whatnot. You know, in between certain games that I play, that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that now. Good. So now we have uh, now we're now we're on to some of the VR games. Uh, again, I don't have a VR system, but I still claimed all these because you know what? If in the future I end up picking one up for cheap or I borrow one from a friend, I'll have something to do with it now. Or it's even more incentive to get one. So fuck it. Well, that's like me grabbing PS5 games off PS Plus. Like I can't do it now, but eventually I'm gonna have a library when I get one. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart. It's forward thinking. We are forward-thinking motherfuckers here. No, I mean, no one can so, <laughs> no, no one can accuse us otherwise. I mean, we've only had good thoughts with our good brain things on this. Yeah, we're, we're big brain. So the first game that we're looking at here is Astrobot Rescue Mission. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was where um, Astro's Playroom kind of came from oh, on the okay. PS5. Right. Yeah, yeah. This was like the introduction of that little mascot character, which I guess Sony's leaning into this little guy as the mascot. It's kind of cute. It's cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. So it's just it's just a little platformer game running around doing stuff. I thought you, I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed because I thought you made a mistake and it was Astro Boy, but I guess not. No, it's Astro Bot. Mm. Womp womp. So then uh, after that we have an action adventure game. It's Moss. He plays a little mouse running around. And hey man, mice are funny as shit. I'm excited for this game. <laughs> I like mice. I think they're very funny. Do you ever see the mice in a uh, Coraline like bouncing around? Uh, no. Not a single thought in their heads, dude. They're just they're happy to be. Bouncing. They're just vibing. Um, yeah. yeah. They're just vibing they and waiting to be experimented on. <laughs> so uh, after Moss, we have Thumper, which is a another rhythm game. It's like an action rhythm game. Uh, so pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Not eh, rhythm, eh, but this seems yeah. like it has some horror elements into it, so pretty cool. Again, not not sad that I'm getting it, and that kind of leads us to our last title here, which is Paper Beast. I don't know. I think this is just a little uh, ver uh, VR uh, observation kind of game. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> You're just looking at a bunch of uh, origami things uh, stamping around. Uh, Google almost auto-corrected Paper Breast. That would have been pretty funny. How is that? How, is that wh how did that happen? How did that happen, though? You asked too many questions, Matt. And you don't give enough answers. <laughs> Paper Beast, yeah, it looks like one of those other, like, kind of indie things where you're going on, like, a journey in a big empty world, you know? Yeah. It might have an interesting mechanic in, like, in the origami itself and, like, changing shape, but, mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool, but it's not something I'm, like, hyped for either. What the fuck ever? 
so that's it for all the games coming out now, or that are out now. So you can get those now, and they're all available until April 22nd. So you have a, a good chunk of a month to get into these. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I looked at uh, the wrong time. <laughs> these are all going to be available until April 23rd. Uh, yeah, no, Close 22nd, time. fuck, whatever. Yeah. I was already yeah. right, I was right, I was right. Um, Pacific time, fuck it. So now, here comes a really interesting bit. So starting April 19th, uh, this is going to be for a shorter amount of time. This is uh, April 19th to May 14th. We're going to be looking at the complete edition of Horizon Zero Dawn, which uh, people fucking love this game. <laughs> I've, I haven't played it. Well, I've played like five minutes of it, but you start off as a kid, and I hate when games do that. It's like the, t- the, the tutorial, tutorial takes place yeah. when you're a child. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's not what I want. And it sucks because the gameplay, like the actual game, looks like a lot of fun. But that intro is kind of dull to me. So I, I put it down for a bit and I moved on to uh, different games. But hey, if the complete edition is going to be here, I'm, I'm down to pick it up. Especially with the new game coming out. I think it's real smart that they're uh, putting this one out for free oh, now. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, it's one of those... It's already one of those, uh, you know, greatest hits, uh, PlayStation hits kind of games. Mm-hmm. So it's like, tw- it's you know, 20 bucks. Uh, they already made their money off of it. So yeah, put it out for free. Get those last minute stragglers and get more interest in the new game. Same thing with Rift Apart uh, with uh, Ratchet and Clank. They did something similar when they dropped that. It's to advertise for the next game, and it works because it. Hey, I I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I think they're gonna do that with God of War next to promote Ragnarok. Okay. I would not be surprised if that, that if they release God of War. Yeah. Which sucks because I just bought it, but Whatever. I. It's a game I love, so I'd gladly give it money. I don't feel bad spending money on it. Shit. I bought it for twenty bucks. I'd spend sixty on it. I'm having such a great time with this game. Yeah, I mean, but if this, if a we'll good studio that. gets more money, then all the better, right? And like, yeah, people love Alloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, so I kind of want to understand yeah. the hype behind it. Like, yeah, like if there's a PlayStation All Stars two, she's definitely gonna be there, like front billing, you know. I could see her being a Smash character. Yeah, for me, not as much, but obviously that's just because like. There's so much. There's superior PlayStation characters to put in there. Yeah, but she, but you know, I, she's iconic things have like happened. that. Yeah, I get yeah. what you mean though. But yeah, I want to understand the hype behind it. It looks yeah. cool. But well, that's it for the play at home games. Yeah, yeah. Now speaking of like games being like unavailable, this is a reach. This is a bad segue. Speaking speaking fine. of games being unavailable though, Matt, uh, have you heard the rumors? about the i've heard play- about myself yeah did i didn't want you to hear those who told but... you wait who told you you're the one you're the one who's not supposed to hear the rumors about yourself <laughs> look at me and Myas. who told you we're not dropping this bit it's not a bit kenny talk about the playstation <laughs> store <laughs> so there's a rumor that um, the PlayStation 3, the Vita, and the PSP stores will shut down this summer, making uh, all those games unavailable to be bought. And with uh, Sony's yeah. like aversion to backwards compatibility, essentially those games are unavailable to play unless you emulate, um, unless you emulate them. Yeah, which now, here's the thing with that. That's a common thing that we see with uh new generations when they come usually by the time the next next generation is out the last last generation yeah we'll we'll start to phase out so we're kind of seeing that now with like you know the the we the we e-shop we wear that all kind of went away the wii u still up though so you can still go on there we're you know with uh xbox i'm sure they're doing that too but they have some good backwards compatibility so I, i don't know too much about that 
But it's a common thing. That's the issue, though, is the fact that these games are essentially lost. And um, the CEO, Jim Ryan, uh, I have this okay. quote here. So this quote here from uh, Jim Ryan, uh, the Sony Interactive Entertainment, basically the president of uh, PlayStation, which is a funnier yeah, title. Um, this is his statement on backwards compatibility. <coughs> he starts off by coughing? He does. To clear his throat, all good speakers do it. You should try it. <laughs> there we go. When we've dabbled with backwards compatibility, I can say is one of those features as much requested, but not actually used much. That, and I was at a Gran Turismo <laughs> event uh, recently where they had PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games. And the PS1 and the PS2 games, they looked ancient. Why would anybody play this? So the, the president of PlayStation does not believe in the value of of older media as we've discussed like is super important yeah. to us before yeah yeah it's history so if they're not going to make these uh games available via backwards compatibility and Yo -ho -ho. and they're shutting down the stores it's a pirate's life for me you know yo ho ho exactly. yeah it's it's just money out of their pockets yeah. it's so ridiculous nintendo's you know nintendo's awful with this they do the same thing yeah it's just money out of your pockets we want to give you money for games we've already purchased what the fuck? That reminds <laughs> me. Hard. Speaking of when this podcast comes out, um, Mario is going to die today. Mar yeah, Mario. It will be Sh the day Shigeru this podcast Miyamoto. comes out, actually. Yep. As of, uh, at this moment, just like Santa Claus, like an evil Santa Claus, <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto is going to kick in the door of every GameStop and take every single fucking thing with a mushroom or Mario hat on it. You'll never see him again. He he's will gonna hold him hostage. publicly execute Mario. Yeah, he's going to take every single item that has to do with Mario... Bring it into a into fucking Mount Fuji and sit on top of it like Smaug. <laughs> yeah, cast it into the fire, Shigeru Miyamoto, and then he will. <laughs> and then he will. It's just a Mario coin. He will. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Which is that's sad. But yeah. So I understand now with the PS3. Yeah. I understand that it's difficult to get those games on other consoles because that the way the PS3 was made. I don't know the specifics, but I know that the way it was made was like. It's like how the fuck it, it's like converting a 3DS game with both screens onto like the Switch. Okay. It's like how are you going to manage with both screens? Like it, it it's really just kind of a, a remnant of its own time, which is fine if you support it, but with the PS3 it, it's like impossible. Like Metal Gear Solid 3 you can't find anywhere but the PS3 because it's so fucking or I'm sorry, Metal Gear Solid 4 uh because the way it was made it's just the technology is not in anything else because it's so specific to the PS3. Do your own research on this. I, I don't know the specifics, but I know it's real. Uh, so I get it, but you need to then, at that point, figure out how to make these games available to A, let people enjoy them, and B, continue to make money off of them. Because these are games people will continue to buy. I was going to say. Whether you think they will or not. If you're not going to make them for people, then you should care less when they emulate it. Just, yes, don't, just yeah. don't care. Just like, whatever, I don't see it. Look the other way, you know? Or at least at a certain point, you know, let it be fucking legal to emulate certain games if you're not going to bring yeah. them back up. Like let like not that not that I think the government should have their you know hands too much into certain things like this, but I, I really think that they shouldn't be as stingy with emulation at a point if they're not going to update these games, even just remaster them. A lot of games come out on new consoles, remaster, HD remakes, whatever, remaster mm -hmm. them. Just a, a way to enjoy these games. A lot of the games on the Wii U were saved because of that, you know. Remastering yeah. for the Switch, yeah. so just do yeah, the yeah. same. 
Yeah. And they did they some of them did a lot <laughs> fuck. <laughs> They did, they did a lot better when people actually owned the console that they're coming out on. Yes, yes. Instead of the, the Wii U that nobody nobody even knew what the fuck that was. There's a beautiful rainbow outside of my window right now. What a day. Um, so, yeah, it, it's kind of unfortunate, but honestly, I cannot say I'm surprised. Just, uh, just go and, if you have a PS3, download all the games you want now. G- get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Get it done if you, if you want to give them money for them. You you want to just realize with all the topics we yeah. have today, nobody's going to accuse you of just talking about Nintendo for an entire podcast. Yeah, except for when we talk about the 3DS later. Uh, no, but no, no, you know what? Fuck you. It. It's my podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I, I try to keep a nice balance with this now, but I, I I'm a Nintendo fanboy, and that's what that's the news I follow the most. Nintendo and Sony. Understandable. They so, make good shit. They make yeah, good shit. My- hey, make better shit, and I'll fucking talk about it. There you go. Wouldn't that be an honor for their shit to be talked about and on our podcast? The number one podcast in Pennsylvania. Next to first mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> out out of consent. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's yeah that that's kind of shitty what they're doing with the store there, but it's expected. Nothing lasts forever. I'm you know we're we're not playing fucking old iOS games still. Yeah. Like it's just it's just what happens. Get used to it and know that that's one of the pitfalls when digital media is a thing is that and, and i know i'm gonna i'm always gonna talk about it no it's fine it's just it's just i'm here saying like we should improve we should improve somewhat and then jim ryan's like no <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. yeah so well, what are you gonna do now speaking of things that are uh, uh pointless and irritating there's gonna be a new movie that was just announced uh it seems like we're in this renaissance of video game movies but, but uh, because it, they're it, making money, it hits the same level of like quality as the old video game movies, though, if not worse for most of them. Yeah. Yeah. So we have um, a new announcement here. Uh, there's going to be a Ghost of Tsushima movie coming out. Uh, it's going to be now. Before we actually start talking about it, it's going to be directed by uh, Chad Shakleski. Okay. That's a fucking train wreck of a last name. <laughs> there, you might want to get that checked out, buddy. So he's going to direct. Um, Th- this this just in, Matt movie. hates the Polish. Go on. Yeah, fine. Yeah, that's fine, honestly. Uh, so, uh, this director, uh, he's he's best known as the director of the first three John Wick films. That's what he's uh, primarily known for. But he, you know what? I got to give it to him. When it comes to action films, I'm I'm glad that he's the guy they're going to because he started off, he has a history in stunt work, which is why the John Wick movies are so popular because the action's very well choreographed. Mm-hmm. It, it's clear what's happening it's not just zoomed in shaky cam of people doing stuff it's it's clear concise exciting action so i'm 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 happy that it's in the hands of somebody who understands action mm. who understands good world building with these john wick films um but actually real uh, real quick a fun thing about this guy he doubled for brandon lee in the crow okay and replaced him in the film after he died oh okay yeah All weird right. so not, nothing to do with ghost of Tsushima. just a cool but fact. um just a cool little factoid. Yeah, a cool fact. Brandon Lee died because a gun misfired. So, Kenny, how do you feel about a Ghost of Tsushima movie? Is it even fucking necessary? It's useless. Why do they keep on trying like to... Like, it has to be a movie to be legitimate, right? Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to like story-driven games, because we have that now what? with The Last of Us, Metal Gear, Uncharted, oh yo. Same goes for anime, too. Like, they yeah. feel like they have to Americanize it and legitimize it that way. Like, yeah, as a when movie. the story already exists, yeah. you can just, you can enjoy it for the 
medium it was created for. Yeah, exactly. And, well, I guess ultimately at the end of the day, though, no matter how much garbage they do with it, you could always be like, well, I could still enjoy the original thing. Unless it's yeah, unless it's the Avatar movie, which actually halted production on season four of Avatar The Last Airbender. I'll never forgive M. Night Shyamalan, so... That's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm not an Avatar fan, so I don't care. Oh, okay. I mean, it was just rated like 99% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Are you excited for the the Avatar expanded universe yeah. that they're doing oh, with like seven new live action shows, movies, spinoffs? Yeah, it's got the creators behind it, so. Okay, so. they also did that other shitty Netflix show that nobody watched. They didn't. They left the. Oh, wait, wait. What, what other shitty Netflix show? Oh, The Dragon Prince? There is. The, the Dragon uh, Prince. Honestly, yeah. if that didn't have that stupid, like, bad looking CG animation, I probably would have watched it. But Netflix does that a lot. Yeah, same. I do hate that. I I don't like CG anime, but uh, it looks good for Pacific Rim: The Black. That looks good. Okay, yeah, that that would the animation for that looks cool. Yeah, if if it's I don't know if it's done right. Uh, I'm I'm mostly against it, but if it's done right, it's fine. But anyway, um, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is a fantastic story-driven action game that I know you just got recently, right? Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, coworker actually lent it to me. I'm really enjoying it so far. When when people say it's beautiful, like the, it, it's hard to like think about like well it's a video game whatever like how good can it look but it's like yeah. it's amazing so far yeah it's like uh, it's like god of war level visual yeah i uh, spoiler alert i just got to the part where um the con kicks your ass and knocks you off the bridge so, oh so the intro i'm very early yeah i just got through the intro <laughs> you know how i play games it's gonna take me a million years yeah. to finish this shit but that's fine and actually instead of going through the story more i hopped into legends mode and checked that out so Okay, I haven't played that because I don't care. Pretty good, but okay. What one of my biggest pet peeves with this Ghost of Tsushima movie, also it, besides the fact that it's being made, is people like who are gonna cast for, to play Jin when the voice actor looks just like him and he sounds like him because he's the voice. Yeah, a lot of uh, voice talent tends to get shafted. I mean, they cast Jack Black as Claptrap. Well, yeah, the <laughs> robot Claptrap. Well, actually, actually, the, the robot. I explained like... this on Chum Zone. Actually, the CEO of um, Gearbox did assault Claptrap's voice actor. Yeah, so, no, yeah, there's and a that whole shit. Yeah, so so he's not available currently. Yeah, oh, that's a but shame. But it's also probably like let's just get Jack Black in there. And for this, yeah. they're probably so gonna, recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna cast someone that's recognizable rather than the voice actor, which is unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's kind of shitty. And like, we're getting that too with um with the Metal Gear movie. They cast Jared Leto when like David Hayter can be he could pull off Snake. You know, you're joking, right? What Jared Leto? Oh, <laughs> did I say Jared Leto? Oh. I don't know why I said Jared Leto. <laughs> okay. I meant to say Oscar oh. Isaac. Oscar oh, no. Isaac's playing oh, Snake. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god, yeah. I was actually about to cry. <laughs> like. Here's what leads me to what frustrates me the most with these video game movies is that they always do it. They, they go for the low-hanging fruit of video games that are already blurring the line between yeah. film and interactive entertainment, like Uncharted. Uncharted was created so you can play Indiana Jones, and you get that thematic excitement. Like back, backseat gamers can really enjoy these games. Mm-hmm. Because they're engaging and fun to watch and experience, good characters, good story, but also fun to play. They're basically playable um, movies, and, yeah. Yeah, they're interactive films. So that's why when I see Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, it's like, okay, first off, I already played the game. What new are you going to do with this? 
Uh, believe it or not, I'd I'd prefer a Mario movie. I like I liked the Whoa. the original Mario Bros. <laughs> yeah. movie. That was it was. It's fun. so fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. It's Which crazy is why weird. It's so and good. I love that. I can't believe John Leguizamo yeah. was in that shit. Yeah, him and Bob Hoskins are just drunk the whole time, breaking each other's arms. Whatever, <laughs> just have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, it's just the weirdest fucking shit. I love it. So I'd prefer that, uh, the director to have free reign over a smaller uh, project when it comes to scope, than something that it's already it's already all here. Why do we well, need it? And, and to be fair, Mario didn't have a clear story because it was an arcade game, so you could pretty much do whatever you want yeah. with it. Exactly, yeah. and that's what they did, and I, I like that. We live in a world where I'm pretty sure there's an Until Dawn movie in the making. You know what I mean? Like that's how creatively yeah. bankrupt people are. I can definitely so. see that happening. There, I can see there being, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie, if they were to do something similar to Bandersnatch on Netflix and do like an episodic, like choose your own adventure kind of series, like a four five part miniseries for that, that'd be fucking cool. I think that would be really fucking unique. But then again, just you just play the fucking game. Has Netflix? It's already got a celebrity cast too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Has Netflix done anything else with? that interactive play just as a side note i haven't seen anything yeah they've done a couple they've done a couple children's uh things with it okay but as far as like adult stuff goes i i, I think only bandersnatch there might be one or two other ones but nothing that i really know of no way uh, i've just seen i've seen a lot of children it. yeah yeah i've seen a lot of children's stuff i like bandersnatch though i thought that was oh really it was cool. amazing i love that i wish there was more supernatural shit yeah. but whatever yeah um so I don't know. That those are my thoughts on the Ghost of Tsushima movie and why I feel it's kind of unnecessary. Again, I don't know. I feel like they got a good, competent director for it that can direct action well. And I'm never gonna I'm never gonna poo-poo a a, a a samurai film. So if you're gonna give me a good samurai movie in this day and age, fuck it, fine. I just I, I'm still gonna probably like the game more. It it might be a good movie, but it's ultimately like unnecessary. Yeah. You could, you I could just make a good samurai of... movie. Just, you yeah. know, change yeah, the setting, enough. change the characters. It doesn't have to be Ghost of Tsushima. For real. I think instead of trying their best to make these video game properties exciting and uh, engaging to a new audience, they need to try to get that new audience to play the games. Yes, yeah. That's That's what we need to see. That's the turn we need is to... Instead of getting mom and dad into the theater to see Ghost of Tsushima, we need to get them holding a controller to play Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. My mom loves watching video games. She she watched me play The Last of Us and she was blown the fuck away. She won't. She's not a player. She won't play it. She's more of a Pac Man kind of gal. She holds the uh, analog stick with her index and thumb. Oh no! So she it's it's great, cool because she was she's the, she was like the scourge of the fucking arcades back in the eighties. <laughs> oh, really? uh oh my god my mom was hardcore with our kids loves pac-man galaga all that shit so she's so much she's used to like joysticks okay, like that yeah so this huge gap of time between video games when she plays one now she'll do that with her and, and it works for her so hey play how you're gonna play uh i just think it's a funny little thing about my mom i love her. oh she's cool <laughs> i love her she's great i love her also but um oh <laughs> anyway so those are my thoughts on the movie. Is there anything else you wanted to mention as far as these movies go? No, that's pretty much it. I mean, honestly, like, I'll check them out eventually, but I'm yeah. not hyped for any of them. Yeah. Right. I, I would say they, they got the right person for the wrong project. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. Forget about it. That's all I got for you. Next on the list is, let me see. It's getting increasingly dark in here. One moment. 
It is. Turn on your fucking light. You knew this was gonna happen. You did this last time. Let there be lights. <laughs> All right, I can see now. So next up on the list, we have uh, this fun little thing from Activision Blizzard. Yeah, this is all you. Yeah, so Jason Schreier, more on today's Activision Blizzard layoffs. Dozens of people at the whole company were impacted, not just in live events. In addition to 90-day severance and a year of health benefits, the laid-off staff received uh, $200 Battle.net gift cards <laughs> to the company that they were what just laid off from. What a kick in the from. balls. What they, a kick in the balls. I just got fired from my job at Nintendo, but at least they gave me a year of Switch uh, online, so that's cool. Yeah, $20 <laughs> Switch online account. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that was just a little side note I wanted to add, just of like, because yeah. our theme in the show seems to be AAA companies being shitty, and Activision is one of the worst, so. <laughs> well, again, you, you so you work tirelessly. when When you work on something for so long, the last thing you want to do with your free time is continue to look at it. Like in my free time, I don't read scripts. I do something that's not reading scripts. So the, after working on something with this company and then be, saying like, hey, you're fired, but here's some in-game currency for that game you spent years working on. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that's not what I want. Well, give me, give me dental care. I have a good little side note about my workplace. I'm going to censor the name. But uh, there was this there was this lottery uh, during uh, I might use that actually um, yeah so there was this lottery for right and it was I think it was during the pandemic and you know everybody was hurting for money and we just got back and it's like we shouldn't be working right now anyway but mm-hmm. they uh, raffled a whole bunch of like employee numbers off because um, that's what we are we're numbers uh, mm-hmm. and nothing but nothing but. And they said they're going to give us $50, right? So I won. Oh, wow. I won at the top of the list, um, you know, not to flex or anything. And yeah. when I got this quote-unquote money, it was $50 and bucks that I could, <laughs> <laughs> that I could only spend at their gift shop. What a kick in the balls, dude. What do you get out of that? A fucking you get a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> you get the the little frogs that flip. Oh, uh, you get a little rubber ninja. It, it's like it's like a fucking uh, the, the the tickets at at, at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Actually, that. even funnier. I work at the lodge, which is more expensive and has higher class stuff, <laughs> and none of that shit in there is 50 bucks. <laughs> like, so I'll have to be spending more to actually get something out of there. Wow. You might as well just save that and give it as a gift to like your fucking cousin. I, you need a gift for somebody here i think it. that's what we did for christmas but yeah it was like what i i would like gas money please that is like anything bullshit yeah that's so funny so Ugh. news well speaking of speaking of evil companies nintendo is now celebrating the 10 uh, just the other day the 10 year anniversary of the 3ds rest in peace now kenny bit. you worked so rest hard for so long guy. Still busting this hump. Now, the 3DS, I'm going on record by saying the 3DS is my favorite video game console. I still think the world itself needs to stop and look at this thing and realize how impressive it is. Uh, So, yeah, the 3DS is fucking awesome. It's 10 years old. Did you have one growing up? Uh, I had one um, in my adult life, the 3DS. Don't think I had the DS. I skipped from having the Game Boy Advance to the 3DS, so... Mm. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good console. Um, I mostly played Smash on it. 
and and a few okay so it was a smash machine it, it was a smash machine and a few uh rpgs that i never beat like persona q Fair. and yeah shin megami tensai 4 great games i wish i did but oh yeah i played that one on there too i never beat it though yeah it's a long one but like i like the environment though oh yeah yeah i i didn't uh spoiler alert for shin megami tensai 4 which uh, i don't think anybody expected here uh, I never got to the part where they go into the real world. That's how short my time was in it. Yeah, same. Yeah. I never. I, I. I don't even remember that much. I just remember really liking the atmosphere and the gameplay. It was very nice. So I, I don't really have that much to say about it. I know three's uh, getting uh, remastered for the Switch. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Some down. Oh yeah. Whatever. I. I don't think I played. Basically, I don't think I played what the best uh, 3DS had to offer. You know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, before we get into the games. A little backstory on the 3DS and Mame. Uh, this is like the first video game console I was ever truly hyped for, aside from the the Wii, because that was just like a blanket. Like everybody was excited for the Wii. Everybody had to get one. So like, aside from the obvious, the 3DS, I was so fucking pumped for. I got a job walking my my very first job. I got uh, I was 15. I got a job walking my neighbor's dog. Uh, my neighbors who are tax dodging they're fucking crazy tax dodging <laughs> nazis oh my god this fucking place this dude uh this dude dennis psychopath he uh, uh ho- both of them hoarders uh him and his girlfriend hoarders where, they're in their like late 60s where does the nazi come but, in now well here i'm getting okay to that. sorry so, my apologies dennis dennis would drive around this really beat up car and on the front of the car is an upside down american flag with with like spray painted into it irs and on the back there was like a bunch of like texts saying like oh the government blah blah blah, all this crazy shit i don't even know like what he really like i i I don't understand his ideology (laughs) so then um i i find out that his girlfriend who's a nice lady she's an old fat woman uh she needed somebody to walk her dogs she had two dogs she had tipsy and cheyenne Uh uh tipsy was a german shepherd cheyenne was a husky a husky that they rescued uh really nice dogs so i don't blame them this bitch gave me so much fucking i got like 200 dollars a week to walk these dogs for like half an hour a day after school and uh all cash is because they were tax dodgers i walked into their house to take the money the one time just paperwork piled everywhere bongs everywhere that's with a g a bong but in the basement they had spray painted swastikas everywhere they had like militia gear and shit fucking crazy and and i heard from a, a a person in the community that this guy said that he has enough firepower to blow up half the community they don't live there anymore they moved away this was years ago i don't know what the fuck um i was a kid so i'm just like whatever you're giving me money to walk a dog um he uh yeah real real odd real odd strange people i didn't spend too much time inside that place except to like get money and the fucking leave but I got a job so I could buy a 3DS, and I did. I got the 3DS. I went to the midnight release. I waited in line for it. My brother and his girlfriend at the time waited with me in the car, and I was the first one to get it. I got Street Fighter Four uh, 3D Edition, and I was so excited, man. I sat in that car. I saw that 3D for the first time. I think that was the first time I had a hard-on in my life. I don't remember getting hard before seeing that 3D. So, very exciting shit. It was really anyway, good for you. That makes it sense. was Ryu that did it for me. That was my awakening um, as well. But, but there were so many games for the 3DS that I, I had a great time with. I know you mentioned that you had the uh, that you had Smash Bros on there, which yeah. is one that I enjoyed later on in the system's life. But uh, yeah, Street Fighter. I spent 
days playing that like elapsed time days playing that fucking game resident evil revelations was super impressive and great uh metal gear solid 3 on the 3ds i was really excited for and was not let down that was one of my favorite games and to play it portably blew my fucking mind x and y 3d world holy fucking shit kid icarus uprising when the fuck are we gonna get a game like that again even now, Kid Icarus Uprising is a game I think everybody needs to go back and fucking play, and it deserves a sequel. Sakurai, give us a sequel. Well, once he's done working um, on Smash, right? Once they let him go. Once, yeah, once they free him, he can finally go back to his other children. Been hungry for him all, all this time. But uh, yeah, I mean, the 3DS wasn't without its, its downfalls. Uh, the initial console, the circle pad, and the bottom screen like jutted out too far from the bottom so it it like scratched up the uh the the top screen which was very annoying to me as a kid um yeah really really unfortunate but it was my first time experiencing netflix was on this console and i I watched every i watched firefly on there i watched so much shit uh the ar stuff was so fucking cool The, the virtual console i had all the virtual console games as they were being released and that was a great little collection you know what? I will say oh, I did love I, li- did, I did love the me shit and the street pass shit. That yeah. Was super oh fun. my god. Going to Sussex. Meeting me's and then getting puzzle pieces. Yeah. 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 The little puzzles that they had that you can get all the pieces for and see the 3D pictures. That was so fucking cool. It was such a nice little collection to keep on here. Honestly, they should adapt that for the Switch since it's portable. Yeah. I remember I remember well. I was so excited uh to take the few trips to New York City that I did cuz I'm like I'm going to get these yes. street passes. I'm yes. all these. <laughs> And yeah, and then you have to keep up on them because they can only have like a finite amount of people waiting, like waiting in the in the queue. That makes sure you're interacting with it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You you could take them on the little quest. Uh, oh, so. Oh so yeah, much find me, right? Show. Yep. Oh my god, I there love were, were, I love that one. Wait, there was there was find me, and then there was the little uh, the little adventure game. I can't remember the name of it. Was that one? Where like you're all little knights going around. I thought that was find me. Is it? I don't remember. Uh, dude. This is fucking years ago. Either way, I love that shit. I had a shit. good time with it. I love that shit. Yeah, they're, they're kind of bringing that back with Metopia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, very similar, very similar vibe coming out. Um, <laughs> But I think what I did the most with my 3DS was listen to music on it. I downloaded so many fucking songs on that, uh, on that SD card, and it was pretty much my iPod all throughout high school. It's like all I listened to was music on there. I would download episodes of like regular show, and just listen to them in class. I think like I remember Like the same two that. episodes, like repeatedly. I think yeah, I Yeah, it's like all I fucking that. did. Yeah. I always had that fucking 3DS on me, man. I was addicted to that thing. It was my, it was my favorite fucking console. Um, do you remember the Ambassador program? No, what's that? So when, when the 3DS first came out, uh, it was a little too rich for some people's blood. And it wasn't selling too well. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a lot of games on it. I mean, even like some of the launch titles, it was like Steel Diver, Pilot Wing, Street Fighter was the only game that interested me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not a lot of people bought it at first because there, there weren't a lot of games for it. Uh, so relatively soon after its release, they did a huge fucking price cut for it. And that obviously got a lot more people interested. But what are you going to do with the people that bought it just a matter of months ago for the full retail price? Yeah, it seems well, shitty. you're going to give them. Well, they gave them a bunch of uh, Game Boy games. I think it was like uh, 15 Game okay. Boy games. It was like a bunch of Game Boy games and um, uh, what else? It was Game Boy and then like other consoles, I think. Uh-huh. But they gave you just a shit ton of fucking games that were never made available on the eShop. So like I remember playing Metroid Zero Mission. Uh, there was uh, WarioWare on there. There was not not Zero Mission. It was uh, Fusion. Fusion. Fusion was WarioWare. My shit. 
Minish Cap, like so many fucking games that they dropped on there that you can only get as a part of this program. So I thought it was worth it. I really enjoyed that. You're actually blasting um, uh, nostalgia into me right now for all those series. Yeah, that, you yeah. should have gotten the 3DS on day one. I you would have gotten these games. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely one of my best times with that. So now, one of my favorite stories with the 3DS that uh, I actually, I, I forget about this every now and again, but it was so fucking weird. So when I first got the 3DS, I sold my DSi to get it. And I was a little fucking kid, so what, what do I know? Mm-hmm. Um, I asked the dude at GameStop before I sold my DS to, uh, to get the 3DS. I asked him, I'm like, hey, I have a lot of DSi games on here can I still play those on the 3DS after selling it? And the, the, the dude didn't know what the fuck he was talking about or he just wanted to get me the fuck out of the store. So he was like, yeah, 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 you'll be fine. You know, whatever. So, okay, so I, I have my SD card that I had in my uh, DSi. And I was like, yeah, fine, whatever, cool. So I get my 3DS and then I find out I can't play those games. So naturally, yeah. I'm, I'm a little vexed by this because I, I really enjoyed uh, Bomberman and Birds and Bees, uh, Beans and all that shit on the original DSi. So I called up I called up Nintendo and I was like, hey, like, like, Shiggy, I, I'm, help me out. Yeah, I, I'm Reggie, I'm having a problem here. So I I talked to like you know, a bunch of customer service people and kind of kept going up the ladder. Okay. So I talked to this one dude who like he must have been like I don't know what the fuck he what the fuck he was, but he was definitely <laughs> a, a higher up. Okay. And he, very nice guy. Uh if he's listening, you know, thank you for this. But you know, I, I he heard me out, he understood, you know, hey, this kid has a problem. Um, and he was like, Hey, well, check it out, buddy. Here's what I'll do for you. He goes, pick any 3ds game that's out and I'll send it to you like personally. And I'm like, are, Whoa, are you fucking kidding me? So, uh, the new, uh, Zelda Ocarina of time, the re-release that they okay. did for the 3ds, uh, was about to come. I think it was like two months from coming out. And I told him, I'm like, Hey, I know it's like two months out, but is there any way I can get, uh, Zelda, uh, Ocarina of time? And he goes, yeah, we can do that. We could pull that off. So, dude, like, the, like, he fucking rushed delivered this shit before it fucking came out to my house. And, like, the, like a week later, I got this shit. And I still, to this day, can't fucking believe that Homeboy at Nintendo, of all fucking places, was nice enough to send me a game early. Now, he told me not to tell anybody, so I'm glad I don't remember his name. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he just straight up was like, hey, I'm going to do a nice thing for this kid. Uh, and make him a fan for know, life. And make him a fan for life. I think that's where it started. Uh, so then I got Ocarina of Time like a month and a half early. And wow. it was just one of the most surreal things to happen. Really cool stuff. So, hey, man, if if you're still out there, dude, I hope you're doing well. But uh, Homeboy just straight up sent me a, a, a brand new fucking game. <laughs> really cool. So there's hope for Nintendo yet. There's hope for Nintendo or at least some of their employees. Yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah. <sighs> 3DS. We'll revisit you in uh, the next 10 years. Yeah. At 20, we'll see if the 3DS still holds up. Yeah, we'll do a 20 year I gotta get a new one, though. Was it? Yeah, well, I, I, I gotta get a new one, because I only have that uh, broken 2DS now. I don't have the OG 3DS or, like, the 3DS XL, the new 3DS. Matt, uh, and they're... They stopped making what? them. Well, I was gonna say, they're not repairing oh, them. Oh, okay. So I really want to go get uh, get one, maybe like a new one or something, because they have like the new 2DS XL still yeah. at Walmart and shit for like 150 bucks. So I'm thinking about picking one up so I can have something to play those games on because, you know, going down the line, we, and we see this with a lot of Nintendo products too, especially a lot of older uh, games on the uh, NES and the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Those internal batteries were only meant to last like 15 years. That's why they re-release a lot of those Pokemon games because 
once they're dead, you, you lose all your info. There's really nothing yeah. you can do about it. There's no transferring so, that shit. Yeah, so with the materials for the 3DS, they're not going to be able to repair these, and you're kind of going to be stuck with what you get. Uh, so might as well have them so you can have them for, you know, prosperity's sake, prosperity, pros, 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 <laughs> fucking that word. That word. Whatever. Got it in one. Thank you. Uh, all right, that's it. That's enough of me all by myself gushing about the 3ds is there anything else you wanted to say about the 3ds it's cool it's pretty cool oh fuck <laughs> whatever <laughs> it was Matt's a 3ds show it was a fucking great console man i love that thing. it was definitely a handheld console i can say that for sure listen i'm listen, surprised listen. it kicked the vita's ass i'm not surprised because i don't think sony ever had a chance to enter a market that nintendo was already so deep in you know what i mean uh, i know but the vita technically is the better system is it like as far as like power goes but it didn't have the games that people wanted which is the issue yeah mm-hmm. well that pedophile had a uh, vita and he he kept trying to sell me on it he kept trying to say like oh the vita is better than 3ds and i'm like no like nintendo has better games and that's overall what's going to win. It does not matter what your console does. It matters. The, the games are yeah. what matters. So you can have the most sci- futuristic fucking sci-fi console of all time. If you only have one game for it, no one's going to buy it. Yeah, 100%. Yo, that, you want to talk about something else? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move on because um, I mentioned Smash and we were talking about Nintendo, but um, they're, being slowly, they're being slowly edged out of the fighting game market. So there's this website. Because they don't want to be in it. Yeah, well, exactly, which is yeah, fucking understandable. Assholes. Uh, I wish they were. Did, let's let's. You know, what, I'll actually mention this while I mention uh, the topic coming up. So, Smash GG was recently purchased by Microsoft, right? I mentioned that in um, sure. I think the last two episodes uh, where I played that Tekken tournament. They run a whole bunch of different fighting game tournaments on there. It's a super good website yeah. to use. Um, but it's called Smash GG, right? It was originally named for Super Smash Bros. That is now owned yeah. by Microsoft. So, so they, okay. yeah, they so... bought that up. It's there now. <laughs> Very weird. And also recently, uh, Sony purchased Evo, the world's top fighting game tournament. Isn't that the same tournament Nintendo wanted nothing to fucking do with? Well, with Smash. That that, rem- that that's what I was going to mention is that um, the top player of the 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 winner of Smash at Evo got a golden controller. Which I mentioned in one of the earlier episodes. Yeah. And it's like, so they clearly want nothing to do with it. But it's weird to have, like, these big, like, AAA brands purchase, like, fighting game tournaments or fighting game, like, matchmakers. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, we, it makes you curious about, like, what's going to happen to them. Like it's even- yeah, I mean, spon- sponsorship is one thing, yeah. but ownership is, is what kind of worries me. Yeah. It's like, is this going to become a PlayStation-specific Evo? Are we not going to be able to see Killer Instinct at Evo anymore? Or even Smash, because it's Sony-specific? Or are they going to play nice with everybody else? Because, I mean, ultimately, they'll get more money that way. They'll get money from the other people's brands that way. But, yeah. um, and I mean, Sony, Sony's been pretty chill lately yeah. uh, with, with spreading their uh, IPs around. And hanging Spread out with other friends, you know, like they, they've been sh- they've been sharing their toys on the playground mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, so so I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're they're just like, hey, like Sony as a company, sure mm-hmm. we we own this, but like the as as a video game company, because we we got to remember too, Sony makes like fucking televisions and laptops yeah, and shit. Fair. Uh, like like Microsoft, they're not solely a video game company like Nintendo is. Mm-hmm. So 
I, there's hope. There's hope for that. I can't see them being too, too shitty. But then again, they are a big corporation and they, if they own it, they're going to want to showcase their stuff over other people's stuff. That uh, So I wouldn't be surprised. That actually helps me put it into a better perspective. Because for me, it's like video game company owned tournament thing. Like, but, you know, it makes sense because you're right. Neither Microsoft or Sony are solely video game companies. Yeah, they produce films. Yeah, yeah they do whatever. They did Spider-Verse. Um, actually, speaking <laughs> of like um, Sony showcasing their games at Evo, basically. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive has been announced as one of the games to be played at Evo on PS4 and PS5 specifically. So, See, people get mad at me for talking about Nintendo a lot, but you can't shut the fuck up about it's Guilty so Gear. It's so good, though. <laughs> Which, no, it's, it's so totally good. fine. I love it. But, you know, I just think it's so funny. Everybody has their thing, is what it's, I'm saying. I, I like to be the fighting game guy, even though I'm not really great at them. I, I, yeah, I like to watch them. I am a god on the local level. so Sure. Local hero. You like to watch. Proud of you. you like to watch them though. Like, do you check out streams? Or yeah. Uh... So um, there was a, a Street Fighter tournament that was done mm-hmm. during uh, lockdown to like raise money for bullshit, and I watched that. Uh, there was a Mortal Kombat one that I watched that I really enjoyed. Um, I, I'm not. I don't follow follow like the specifics, mm-hmm. like the nitty gritty MLG yeah, stuff. Yeah, me neither. But it is something that like if if I hear oh there's like a a tournament coming up for Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, if I'm not doing anything, I'll, de- I'll definitely tune in. But, like, League of Legends, I wouldn't watch anything like that because I just don't understand the the game itself. I mean, a fighting game, you have one person versus another person. It's like watching a boxing match, except they're using controllers and not fists. That so That is actually exactly what I was going to ask you if you find, like, yeah. like esports that aren't fighting games interesting. I think this is like our discussion with football versus boxing. Yeah. Yeah, Um. I you know, there's... There's something to everything. If mm-hmm. uh, if it exists, there's going to be a fan base for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that as far as like MLG stuff goes, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, but like you know, I, I, I'm not. not I'm though. not interested in Call of Duty, so I wouldn't watch a Call of Duty tournament. Mm-hmm. But I do like fighting games. I like because it, it just it's it's simple and it's it's easy to see what's surprising about the fight. If you know who's playing as who, and then you see that character do something impressive, it's like, okay, it's very obvious what they did and how cool it looks. When you're watching like League of Legends, there's just so much, so many fucking flashing lights. I think the most impressive thing is not having a seizure while watching it. <laughs> so, I, yeah, that, that's just, that's what I get out of it. It's what I enjoy. Uh, again, I won't seek it out, but if I get an invite, you know, after the pandemic, if I get an invitation to go check out a big tournament for, you know, Smash Bros or whatever, and Sonic Fox is going to be fighting, yeah, I'll, I'll go, you know? Yeah, but it's seeing good players. Sonic Fox, I'm sorry, Sonic Fox is also the only fucking esports player I know yeah. because he's like the most celebrity out of all of them. He's a, he's a character. So, you know. Yeah, very, very entertaining. He's got, he's got like a personality and like, is also like a big gay furry and put the trans flag <laughs> as their um as their flag instead of the U.S. flag, yeah, which is like pretty yeah. cool. He's also not so, a complete tool, so like yeah, they're not a complete tool. I I I said he. I I think they go by they, but yeah. Um yeah, also not a complete tool. Just having fun. Like hey, there's a video game tournament. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying this. I'm gonna go up wearing my first suit. That's the like, issue you get with a lot hilarious. of the players, though. It's like they're super serious about it. It's like you're playing video <laughs> yeah. games at the end of the day, dude. Like you're getting you're gonna get a million dollars to play a video yeah, game. Or a, Fuck or you. A golden like, have controller, fun. <laughs> so enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy your enjoy your plastic golden controller. <clears throat> But yeah, if you enjoy watching yeah. fighting game, uh, you know tournaments, you know check me out at Evo. I'll be there. 
or I'll be square. Yeah, cool. I won't be streamed. I'll probably go into <laughs> I'll probably go into losers immediately. But <laughs> well, let's rock. You know who got me into and I like very fast-paced bombastic fighting games. I know I know I just talked about seeing flashing lights and not knowing what's going on. Guilty Gear. Go on. Yes. Well, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. I'm not saying I hate Guilty Gear. I just okay. I've never really dabbled in, in it. But like uh Dragon Ball Fighters and Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I love fighting games like that. It's oh, just so fucking oh crazy and they're a lot of fun to play. Have you ever seen somebody do like an infinite combo with Dante in Marvel vs. Capcom 3? It's crazy. It, it's fucking crazy. It makes me not want to play though. Like, I'm like, I <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Like, can't do that. It, yeah. with, when it comes to the assists in those games, you're right. Like, it adds a whole new layer to it where it's like, yeah. I have to think about what side characters I choose now, not just my main character. Yep. Those are the fighting games I have the most fun playing. I think the ones I have the most fun watching are like your Injustices and your Mortal Kombat. You can see what's when happening. When I see better. somebody, yeah, yeah, when I see somebody playing a more slow, slow-paced technical fighting game and succeeding and doing something, doing well at it, that's impressive to me because I cannot fundamentally grasp how to be good at those games. I think we played Injustice Two once. And I just wanted to play as Hellboy because yeah. I, I love Hellboy. Yeah. And I just did not know what the fuck was going on. But it's cool to see. That's what I like to see. But I, I do enjoy playing the more fast-paced, button-mashy Marvel vs. Capcom 3s and fighters yeah. and such. Which makes me a hypocrite, I guess, if you want to look at it that Whatever. Way. Whatever. Who hasn't accused you of being a hypocrite, so? I Whatever, I'm human. Yeah. The duality of man. It's like Kanye West. Um, I am. I am like Kanye West. Have you ever watched the YouTube channel Cosmonaut Variety Hour? No, what's that about? Uh, it, it's just uh, this guy Marcus has a YouTube channel where he talks. It's like mainly he talks about movies, but um, he also will discuss like other things that he likes that kind of in, get like they raise my interest and in awareness of certain things. Uh, he did an episode on fighting games and like tor- like fighting tournaments, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was really cool, which piqued my interest. Um, and that got me a little more into it. Uh, he, he's just very good at delivering why he enjoys something okay. and why he wants other people to enjoy it too, uh, in, in a very uh, nice way. And then like War, he did he did an episode on Warhammer, which like I'm never gonna play the games, but I'm really fascinated by the franchise now because of the way he describes it. It seems like it has a really cool lore. I, I'd sooner read the books than I would watch uh, or play some of the games, the board games at least. Mm. But yeah. It, he he delivers things in a very interesting way and has a very nice channel. So if you want to watch a good YouTube channel, check him out. Okay, hell yeah, yeah. Send me the cosmonaut. Yeah, send me out later because I'm definitely going to forget immediately after this podcast. Sure, except for when you uh, when you have to edit the podcast. Yeah, that's when I'll find out. You don't even have to say it. You've already sent a future proof message to me. Why is I'll a... still send you one anyway. I appreciate that. <laughs> the last thing on our thing, our thing that we call. A thing. What do we call sure. our thing? Is it a list? What our show? No, no. The docket. For, I know. Yeah, Schedule? the docket. The docket. The docket. Hey, yeah. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Is what? Oh, I, I was prompting you to do it. Okay, it's uh, uh so there's a, a rumor that we're gonna hear about the new Kojima title soon. Um, now, as everyone knows, Hideo Kojima uh, was given his own studio, Kojima Productions, uh, by, this is from uh, Sony, they brought him on, they said, hey, we'll give you your own studio, do whatever the fuck you want, we just get exclusivity, uh, which is really cool, because I don't think that, that obviously doesn't include PC, so like Death Stranding was brought to PC, um, and I'm all for uh, a creator having 
free reign over their own projects. Because uh, we no. all know what happened with with no. What what do you mean no? Not for Kojima, not too much free reign. He has to be reeled oh. in a little bit. He... Yeah, but then that's how you get no. But that that's how you get the issues that I have with Resident Evil Five and and what happened with Konami. But he wanted a ten hour real time boss battle in Metal Gear Solid. I'm totally fine with that. No, if it's fun, if it if it's done well, you can do anything. Okay. I don't know. I if it's done well, you can do anything. I feel like he is an absolute madman. And you know what? Actually, for one <laughs> game, I would like to see what happens if you give him complete creative control. Um, I mean, he came up with Death Stranding and invented a new genre, the Strand genre. So fair enough. Yeah, fine. Yeah. So I would <laughs> it, it, listen. Even if Strand. even if you don't like Death Stranding, you can say it was a creative idea with an interesting story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time with Death Stranding. I've been meaning to pick it back up again, but I want to wait a little longer just because I want to see how the interactive, like, the multiplayer aspect of it holds up. Because that was a big thing that I thought was really cool about playing it was, like, seeing other people help build bridges and, and build things to use and help each other out. I'm curious, like, 10 years from now, if the game's even going to be remotely playable or if they're going to have to patch something if the player base, you know is non-existent that, that I, that, that's rough. what i'm curious at this point yeah, yeah. but uh, i really enjoyed death stranding i thought it was fun it was weird it was something different i liked the uh walking sim gameplay i liked the cinematic aspect of the music coming in during certain parts uh it, it felt very satisfying to me um i also really enjoyed the rollout of death stranding it took a while but uh i they released uh, uh the first thing they released for death stranding was a vinyl record of uh two low roar songs one like the day the game was fucking announced and i picked that record up and uh that's a nice little bit in my collection but yeah i I, i'm i'm curious in the rollout of this if they're gonna announce something new soon uh i doubt we're gonna see it relatively soon it's probably gonna be something we'll see a couple years from now on the ps5 i don't think we'll see it on the ps4 yeah Um, like halfway through the generation of the ps5 yeah yeah yeah, we'll we'll see it we'll see it later uh later on in a couple of years. But what do you have any hopes for this new announcement? Like, what kind of game do you want to see Kojima tackle? I don't know because it could be on an, like I said on its own genre. You know, mm-hmm. it could be like the biggest mystery for me for Death Stranding when I saw the trailers was what is the story going to be about, and I ended up actually like not caring about that but instead enjoying this new gameplay. And I just enjoyed rucking and trucking across the United States, you know? So I can't wait to see what interesting, like, gameplay and mechanics he comes up with. Because the story, for me, I think will probably take a backseat again. But it usually does, like like we discussed earlier. I'm more interested in, like, fun gameplay. And the story won't necessarily make me play a game, yeah. And it's weird, too, because Kojima games have a weird balance where you can still enjoy the game... By, you can skip all the cutscenes and enjoy the games, mm-hmm. or you can watch all the cutscenes and enjoy the games. It really comes down to what you want out of it. Uh-huh. Uh, I know a lot of people that really enjoyed Death Stranding, but did not grasp anything of the plot, or even give a fuck, or just like whatever. They they were just interested visually uh, with that world. Mm-hmm. I know people that are fans of the games that haven't even played it just because of how appealing it looks, um, which is weird, but fine. <laughs> So, yeah, it's like my, my one friend, she dressed up as uh, Cliff, who's uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character from the game. Okay. 
Uh, and she's like, yeah, she's like, I don't even have a PS4. I'm just really interested in this game. And I think Kojima's a really cool creator. Mm. So yeah, just presentation alone. People really dig his, his stuff. So okay. we'll see where it goes. I would love a horror game. I, I know I'm still thirsty for, for PT, for Silent Hills. I think they I'm can so sad good. that never worked out. But yeah, I, I think a, a horror game would be a lot of fun. Really lean into that. Get Junji um, and Ito give us something back unique. to design your enemies. Yes, yes, that would be fucking awesome. Or um, give us a, a remake of Police Knots. That's a game that um, most Americans have never fucking heard of or played. I've never played and it. And I'm really interested. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's like impossible to get your hands on here re-release it or something give us police knots i'm so curious that's like a really cool story driven cyberpunk kind of game uh detective mystery blade runner shit i, I love that and i want it and it's got really nice cutscenes and just fucking oh i want it <sighs> whatever oh well regardless we'll uh, i guess eventually hear about a new kojima title and it'll release five years later so we'll keep everybody updated at home once the game's uh, announced well wow, that's got some fucking style this is the first time i've actually been like looked at police knots oh yeah now, it's pretty cool looking right yeah i get like um i'm seeing some of the world like a little bit of akira vibes but i guess that's like that kind yep. of cyberpunk like kind of thing it looks super cool yeah yeah i would like i would like it, to be able to actually play it there's so. a lot of little like metal like like uh uh early metal gear ideas in there too with like the way the little like robot dude follows you around yeah, it, it looks fun, and it's just one of those weird little one-off Kojima titles that, like, you forget about because he's known as the Metal Gear guy. Yeah. So, like, even, like, Zone of the Enders is, is a game where he's like, yeah, he worked on that. I forgot and he worked on that. I love Zone of the Enders. I've never... Well, dude, I downloaded the second one because it's the only one available on the yeah. PS4. It was, like, five bucks. I don't think I could get into it as a game. I didn't give it that much time uh, to begin with, so there's that, but... I, I don't know what the fuck's even going on in this game. So Classic Kojima. <laughs> Classic Kojima. Huh. Yeah, eventually I'm gonna I'm gonna give it its due. I, I only played a couple minutes of it because again, it was one of those games that I saw for cheap. I downloaded it to have it and I guess I'll get to it eventually, but Okay. Fair enough. As for now, Kenny, uh what are, so what are you playing now? You're playing uh oh, God, Ghost of Tsushima. Dude. What else? What do we got? So I got further in Yakuza. Um okay. not necessarily further. Oh yeah, have you beaten Like a Dragon yet? No, I beat the uh business sim though. So I, ha- oh, I got good. all that That's money. Yeah. It was getting yeah. frustrating because I, my strategy at the beginning was to make everybody a senior director, even the bronze Uh-oh. level people. I'm like, but wait, why did I make them a senior director if I'm just going to replace them with these people anyway? Mm-hmm. I was doing so bad at the beginning, but by the end, I was making buku bucks. It was easy. Yep. Um, I was doing yeah. the cart minigame. In Final Fantasy VII, um, I got a little further. Um i am almost at don corneo i don't know if that means anything to you probably not i don't i don't remember uh, my time with that and oh no you're playing yeah seven fuck um I, i'm thinking about 15 the one with noctis that one yeah. that's the one i played the most Sasuke, of. of course uh, sure and then i also have so i did a little ghost of tsushima which i mentioned earlier i have more on the list that i realized when looking at my uh playstation I have Red Dead Redemption 2 on there. I have Last of Us 1 and 2. Um, I have Yakuza Kiwami 2 to beat. I just have so much. And then I just end up playing Dead by Daylight and Smash Bros. a lot. So That sounds so overwhelming. I can't, like... I can't have more than one, like, game going at once. Like, I have, like, other games I'll pick up and play here and there. But 
for the most part, I try to keep one game on the PS4 and one game on the Switch. Well, here's the thing. I used to just rotate between two before I got all these games yeah. I never played. Oh, and Persona 5 RL. Uh, before I got all these long-term RPGs that I have to play, I would do a little in Sekiro, and then when I hit a wall, I would switch over to mm -hmm. Devil May Cry 5. And then once like I was done with that, I would go to a multiplayer game. Now I have so many that's so overwhelming that I'm like, I don't even know like what to do yeah. or I'm going to do this. I would shut down. I would shut down with that. I, I already feel way too overwhelmed in my life as a whole. Well, well, so like playing more than two games at a time. <laughs> well, I was praying for like a second lockdown, which never came. But, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just me... starting a bunch of games. Yeah. Like I'm going to have so much time to beat these once the second lockdown rolls around. Yeah. Oh, wait. We have we have millions and millions of sick people in this country, and there's still no lockdown, and we're actually worse off now than we were uh, last last year. Whatever. Thanks, Obama. Let's just run <laughs> through it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I get overwhelmed if I'm playing too many games at once. Yeah. So like, well, what are you playing anyway? But, well, so right now I'm playing God of War on the PS4, okay. and I love it. So that's that's one game where it's a shorter experience. It's more uh, concise. It's over when it's over. Mm-hmm uh then i have I, I i i'm playing dragon quest still uh that is the kind of game where i'll shot I'll, I'll like chip away at it piece by piece because i know that's going to be a huge fucking mm. game the mm. demo is 20 hours long mm. so if you haven't played the demo definitely get it it's a hefty fucking demo but uh that's the kind of game i know it's going to be a long haul game i'm just going to play it bit by bit as i get time whatever the fuck done uh, but I do want to pick up another Yakuza game soon. So I think after I'm done with God of War, I'm either going to play Yakuza 0 or Judgment. Okay. Those are those are both I don't know which one yet. Places to enter, honestly, because yeah. Judgment's almost a separate story, but it's in the same world. So. Yeah. Well, I think what I want to do, because the main series is so fucking long, I know I have Kwame 1, but I think what I want to do is either play Zero or Judgment and get those games out of the way before I go into like the big uh, uh, story that is Yakuza one plot. through six. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, the Q. So yeah, there's pretty much it could be called. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it. Um, and then there's like Ring Fit Adventure that I'll like play every now and again just to get some uh, blood pumping through yeah. my veins. Yeah. Yeah. You know that that good stuff. But I just my main thing. I don't want to get too overwhelmed with games. I got a lot of like life stuff I need to do, so I try to keep it to like one two games at a time, depending on how time consuming they are. Uh, so that's why I'm happy. All, a lot of these indie games are free because they seem like really quick experiences yeah. that I can kind of finish in in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, I can't wait to piss my pants playing Subnautica. That'll be really cool. Yeah, you should do it. Play it with your wife. Yeah, I'm sh actually she does like watching me play horror games. Maybe because she yeah, she can't on play on her own, so yeah, do it, do it. All right, Kenny. I think we should wrap this fucker up. Uh, I'm glad we're back. I'm glad we're having a good time. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Even if you don't love me back, I still love you. I love everybody except for like two or three people. Yeah, so fuck those people. You guys, yeah, fuck those two, three people. Uh, those two and a half people. So anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram. It's casuals underscore cast. Uh, you can follow us on, uh, listen and follow on Spotify. Listen to the older episodes. They're still good. Uh, share with friends. Um, donate money to uh, people in need. Yeah. That's a different thing. Yeah, that's a different thing. Just like thing, if yeah. you, yeah, like, go, like donate to animal shelters. Um, read Dune. Uh, watch David Cronenberg films. We're watching Cronenberg on First Marks. 
So if you want to listen to a nice, fun series on David Cronenberg, Justin and I are really getting into the nitty-gritty. Up next, we're going to be talking about Naked Lunch and Crash. Naked Lunch is fucking weird, dude. I love it. So really going to have fun with that episode. Check that out. Uh, but most importantly, keep checking out Casuals. Thank you guys so much for listening. Kenny, send off. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm glad we're back. Uh, sorry we missed last week, but shit happens. Life happens. It's a weekly Whatever. show, you know, so we're bound to miss one every now and again. You know, um, and the horror watch is taking a backseat for now. It's kind of hard, like, you know, when your wife is in constant uh, eternal pain from fibromyalgia to organize when's a good time to record. So we're basically going to drop those um, as, like, nice little surprises every now and again. You know, we'll give, like, a day warning, like, hey, check out the horror watch. We're dropping another Dude, one. Dude, I like that idea. I like that. Yeah, so it's not too much pressure. I mean, at the beginning, when, like, I had the idea to do like all three podcasts, like you and like everybody was like, Kenny, that's a lot of work. That's like two podcasts a week. I'm like, I got this. It was actually really refreshing, like for mental health wise, to have like a break from doing any of that shit for a week. But um, we'll be recording another Trump Zone this Friday. And yeah, keep watching casuals, keep listening to casuals, keep listening to us, do everything we say. We're in your mind, we're in your hearts, we're in your brains. And uh, enjoy. When I'm in your mind. <laughs> I'm in your mind, Fuzz. That's a good... Listen to uh, King Gizzard. <laughs> I fucking love it. Anyway, goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. You got it! It's the Mario! Do the Mario! Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go! Do the Mario! Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now! Come on now, just like...